Welcome to Love and Money, the internet television show of Prosperity ULLC, where we discuss what's happening, what's happening to us, and what can we do about it. Now available on Spotify. In this episode, we will discuss Kevin Samuel's passing, Dave Chappelle attack, and working on myself. Join our new Patreon to receive free merchandise, books, and consultation from Prosperity ULLC. And if you appreciate the show, go ahead and show it in Cash App at dollar sign Prosperity ULLC. But before we go in, let's take a moment to invest in the brand. Visit ProsperUnlimited.com and click travel to book your next vacation. So, like, this is like, this makes your head spin. This kind of news right here, like, because it's like, yo, where did this come from? How did this happen? Why now? You know, um, Kevin Samuels passed away, guys. And, oh my gosh, let, let me, I'm going to get into it. So, any kind of cataclysmic of effect, you have a processes of events. You have the shock. You have the reverberation, then you have the vacuum, right? And I'm going to talk about each of these steps of of a cataclysmic event. And why is this a cataclysmic event? This was a man who amassed millions of followers over the course of maybe a year and a half to two years. You know what I'm saying? Over the internet, from going viral to heavily marketing himself um and creating a lot of controversy um and the word you know controversy when you think of something negative it's not necessarily positive or negative it just is just salacious it just it just captures it ca- captures and cap- captivates a lot of attention a lot of audience attention so it's not good or bad it just is what it is you know what i mean um but if you if you ask if you were to be subjective and ask people's opinion, that's a different story. So let's get into it. Um, what made him so controversial? This is the shock aspect of it. Um, his delivery, 
his delivery was was something that we've we may have seen before but not to this degree um if you if you've been following me since day one since 2008 you know you've seen it with me i'm the og of the og i will i will take that credit thank you very much yes <laughs> i was kevin samuels before there was kevin samuels you know what i'm saying i had a bunch of people i had people mad at me um but like but his delivery was a lot more classy and a lot more polished and i i loved it i i was i was like a proud dad even though this man is what <laughs> maybe damn near 20 years older than me you know what i'm saying i sat back and clapped like a proud dad like like i was like go ahead why go, go ahead you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because he was very classy and very polished with it and he was he was respectfully disrespectful and it was the disrespect that people certain people needed they needed to hear it. It was vegetables. When other in a in a in a world full of candy salesmen, he was selling vegetables, and he was put, he was putting it a, a pretty bow on it on top of it, on a gold platter. You know what I'm saying? With 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 a, with a silver spoon, and he was making it he was making it uh, uh, um, digestible. You know, um, if you picture a burning building. Picture a burning building and then picture someone sleeping in that burning building. Someone that you love and care about sleeping in that burning building. How do you wake that person up? Do you whisper and you say, hey, hey, psst, psst, I need you to get up. I need you to wake up. The, the building's on fire. Do you do that? Nah, fuck no. Mm -mm. You say, hey, hey. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Think about it. You say, get your... Mm. Let's go. Come come on. Hurry up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, you're gonna you're gonna yank that person up and and drape them up and, and grab them up and tell them, get your behind up out of this building. Let's go. This 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 building is burning. And so if metaphorically the the burning building being the black community. You know, um so many statistics that are in the negative that are against us, you know what I'm saying, that are unfavorable in our community, education, economics, so on and so forth, crime, you name it, you know what I'm saying, just just honing in just specifically on the black community in and of itself, not the nation, you know, not the black community versus the white community, no, just the black community alone, we have so many unfavorable statistics, single motherhood, you know what I'm saying, uh, epi on, uh, at an epidemic scale you know what I mean and the building is burning and you're trying you you know you know someone you love and uh, um, someone you love and care about ie black women metaphorically right you're trying to wake them up and get them out of this burning building get them you know get them to safety and you know <laughs> like they, they just they just don't want to hear it they just don't want they, they don't want to hear it and and if it was delivered any other way, you wouldn't hear it. It wouldn't stand out to you. It, it wouldn't burn in your memory as much as it would, you know? And that's what he did. That's what he did. Um, he popularized, and I've talked about this previously um, in episodes past. He talked about, you know, um, he popularized terms like high value, uh, the prize, and the table. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know, I already know you rolled your eyes as soon as you heard me say it. But yeah, he popularized it. He made it. Um, he made it cool and cute. Um, 
high value. He had a particular criteria to what makes a man high value. And um, one of his tenets was that there was there is no such thing as a high value woman. Um, because uh, um, any woman can can bring herself to value if she carries herself, uh, um, if she has a healthy track record and carries herself right. You know what I'm saying? A high value man can make you high value, can make a woman high value, but a woman a woman is not high value in in in, in her own right. Um, according according to him. You know what I'm saying, and I do. I do understand some of that. I do. Like there was so there's a there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of truth to his to his his uh, stands his stances on things and beliefs on things, because a lot of what he believes is rooted in fact. You know what I'm saying, not just truth. Like you know what I'm saying, just just he states an opinion and it's infallible and it's true. But no, 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 it's based on facts and research. You know what I'm saying. So so yeah, it's it's, it's going to make a lot of sense. And more than likely, it's going to be true because it's based on facts and facts are true. You know what I'm saying? So let, let, let me not digress. Um, yeah, he had a, a certain criteria on what makes a man high value. And what's funny is because this kind of lit a fire up under a lot of men's behinds. But then it, it kind of threatened the egos of a lot of, you know, what I'm saying low value men. Or low vibrational men, you know what I'm saying? And you would see, a, you would look across the internet and see a lot of, in my opinion, broke dudes. You know what I'm saying? Charging women with talking about what do you bring to the table? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and and I, you know, I already made my claim that if a man has to ask a woman what she brings to the table, then he's already low value. You, he's, he, you know what I'm saying? Because. As a any any real man is never thinking about what a woman brings to the table, you know what I'm saying. You should already be, you know, you shouldn't have to ask that of a woman. You know what I mean? Um, I, I don't want to go left. I don't want to go left. Um, you know, he 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 made it he made it so that men could understand that they are the prize. You know, women women for the longest uh, um, in the whole femininity movement. Women were talking about how women would, would tout themselves as the prize. But then again, but then on the flip side of that, that made no sense because how are you, how are you the prize if I'm taking care of you and your children? You, you know what I'm saying? Like, like what, what kind of prize are you if I'm the one taking care of you? If I'm the one giving you the free ride, I must be the prize, right? Um, and I get that. I do get that. That does make a lot of sense. You know what I mean? Um... And yeah, um, he he was charging women with, and, and you know, for the sake of conversation, he was charging women with asking them what do they bring to, or you know, if if a man were to ask you what do you bring to the table, what would you tell them? You know what I'm saying? And a lot of women would draw blank. He was charging women with questions that they never thought about before, things that they never considered and contemplated before. And what's funny is I was playing um, one of his videos for a friend, for a female friend of mine, and she was like, and like, her, you know, she's a real like down to earth person. It's so funny. She's a real down to earth person. And in just maybe the, the first half hour of the dialogue um, with, you know, with him and the uh, callers, like she had so many thoughts running through her mind that she probably hadn't thought of thought of deeply or thought of you know on any level or just thought of at all 
<laughs> and she had so many thoughts running through her mind. And this was, you know, kind of the root of a lot of his controversy because he charged women. He put we put women in a corner and made them think about things that they never really had to think about. A lot of women go through their lives just living off of their biology. You know what I'm saying? Well, I have a vagina, so you know, give me everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he and he's he put the brakes on. They said, kush, 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 kush. you know what I'm saying? No, 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 sweetie. What are you about? What, you know what I'm saying? There's, there, there has to be more to you than just your vagina, right? So, so, so tell me more. You know what I mean? And and that was, and you know that was hard for a lot of women. Um, and then it's funny because that same friend of mine, she she had no clue. She she's not on the internet like that. And um, so I put her on. I asked her, I was like, hey, did you hear what happened? And she said, oh, yeah, the old black man, he passed away. And I, I told her, I was like, this is so funny. Like her first instinct, her first instinct. I said, oh, yeah, and he rates women. Oh, he rates women? Oh, well, good for him. Like, you know, that was her. F and a lot of people are upset about people, the women celebrating his death. Well, well, there's men celebrating. They, you know, they they're vaginal, but we're not gonna we're not gonna we're gonna exclude them. But um, there's a lot of women celebrate a lot of bitter, hurt women celebrating his death. And this is this woman is completely innocent and void of any kind of. She has no dog in the fight whatsoever. And her first instinctual thought was to, was to think that oh, a man who rates women must be a piece of shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So so fuck him, right? And so it's like, oh, okay, wow. So this is warranted, I guess. But it's something that culturally women aren't used to. Women aren't used to being rated. Um, you know, uh, we we can watch a reality show like The Bachelor, and you know, uh, there's maybe you know five, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten women to choose from, and he has to you know select uh, eliminate one girl every episode that's a that's rating women right um but we we like to see that but we don't want to see it happen to us you know what i'm saying it's cool to see it on television you know what i'm saying you know it's tv you know lights camera action but when it happens to directly when a man is asking you your height and weight and your dress size <laughs> you know what I'm saying and, and no no not small I mean give me the number give me the actual dress size number you know what I mean like that's kind of uh, you gotta squirm a little bit it makes you squirm a little bit you know what I mean um and he his so his delivery was very grounding and humbling and this and th this was for the sole purpose of removing the delusion removing the delusion remember earlier I said you know, a lot of women go through life thinking, oh, I have a vagina, so worship me, right? And it's, it doesn't necessarily work that way. And this is this is the the wool he was lifting off of women's eyes. Eyes, I was about to say eyes. This is the wool he was lifting off of their eyes. This was the rose-colored lenses he was taking off of their face and saying, listen, this is who you, this is what you're worth. You could think, you could believe who you, who you are, whoever you want to be. Yeah, sure. Black girl magic. Black girls rock. Cool. All right. Have fun. But when you come over here, this is what it is. And that's why um, I said this many episodes ago. Um, you know, dating, dating is a is a direct attack on your self-esteem. Dating lets you know who you are. 
You know what I'm saying? Dating is a reflection of who you are. Um, because it, it lets you know uh, um, how other people perceive you. It's, it's, it's tough to take in how other people perceive you. That's one of the toughest things in life. The, the tough, one of the toughest things in life is putting yourself in someone else's shoes and then also uh, being able to, to realize how other people view you. Um, and this is a, lot of, a big reason why a lot of people, there, there are a lot of people who refuse to date. You know what I'm saying? They don't date. They just, you know what I'm saying, call up somebody in the middle of the night and say, where you at? <laughs> you know, uh, um, because it's tough. It's, it's, it's tough. Um, it's tough to go through the process of seeking a date or seeking a mate for a, a, a suitor. You know what I'm saying? Because that person, you know, it's it's you're not in control. You're vulnerable. That person has to desire you. They have to value you. They have to validate you. You know what I'm saying? And that's t that can be tough on a woman who all her life she's been taught, I have a vagina, so worship me. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so this is what he, this is, and, and you would get this for two and a half hours every night on his show <laughs> of, hey, you know what I'm saying? Damn, I, I you know, I, I know I... I know I have a vagina, so I, I know I'm supposed to be valued for having a, a vagina, but no, I, now I have to be rated on my height and weight and dress size. <laughs> like, damn, you know? Uh, um, so it's kind of, it kind of, he, he, he brought a lot of women down to earth um, um, with, with his delivery. Um, and he relinquished a lot of the entitlement. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of these women spent their whole lives being worshipped or thinking that they're supposed to be worshipped. You know, and then once and then another thing, uh, uh, yeah, being worshipped and thinking that they're supposed to be worshipped and that that's, everything's supposed to just be given to them just for them being themselves and just existing. Um, he took away a lot of that, you know, what I'm saying by letting them know, like, listen, you got this going on. You got X, Y and Z and ABC going on. The kind of man you want ain't going to want you. Point blank, period. That was, you know, and that was. That was the gist of it. That was the the, the straw of it. Um, he helped women, a lot of women acknowledge their reality, no matter how reluctant they may have been. Um, you know, it's 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 kind of unrealistic if you're a middle class or average woman, you know, and you want to have family, you want to have all these kids, but you don't want to have to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like economically, that's kind of unrealistic. You know, uh, um, you might you might be able to do that if we lived in a you know in a agricultural world where you know you need more hands for the plow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But but not in this day and age. It's unrealistic to think where like when you look at the economic landscape where only so many men make so many so much money and and so many of these men are suitors to you. But you want this man in this in this league, you, you know, what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, so 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 on and so forth. Right. Um, so he was helping them acknowledge the reality. And there's nothing more painful to a woman than reality. If there's there's nothing a woman loves more than fantasy. You know what I'm saying? And this is why I titled my book. I'm going to keep plugging my book. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep doing it till you buy it. Leave the fairy tales up to Disney. The reality of dating. This is why I titled that book. Because for this specific reason. Um, and then 
And then another another dream he was shattering was how so many women want the top percentage of men, but then expect monogamy. You know what I'm saying? And like that does make when you think about it, that does make sense. Okay, you want him, she wants him, she wants him, she wants him, she wants him, and you expect him to be faithful. <laughs> Yo, when you think about it, like, <laughs> you got to smack yourself. <laughs> like, all these women want him and you expect him to be faithful to you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No man is going to be faith is going to be monogamous in his prime. None. None ever, 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 ever. You know what I'm saying? No man is going to be monogamous in his prime. I remember, I remember, um, that's why I like, I would always tell, like, I would, I would tell guys, like, like, I remember I, I had, um, I had a group of friends, a group of homeboys I used to hang out with when I was in my uh, early 20s. And I'm like, and then these guys, they would brag about these hoes they would always be fucking. And, and you know, I'm like, you know, I'm like, yo, like, y'all got girlfriends. Like, why don't y'all just break up with y'all girlfriends and do your thing? Man, man, shut up, man. Shut the fuck up, man. Get out of here, man. What the fuck you talking about, man? I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> creep creep <laughs> you know what i'm saying do what you do do what you do pimp but uh, yeah um yeah it's kind of you, you, you got to be realistic you just got to be realistic um and then but then on the flip side of that like okay i'll get to that i'll get to that let me let me continue um you know a lot of the women were willingly calling in for objective evaluation um they want to know where they stand. They want to know their their s what's what's called what what he coined the SMV, the sexual marketplace value. You know what I'm saying? Um, which is very realistic. It is a thing. There is a market. There is a sexual marketplace for for uh, uh, for mating and, and and dating and finding suitors. There is a sexual marketplace. Um, and yeah, yeah, you know he. Um, you know, he laid the, he, yeah, these women were willingly calling in. And so you would think like, wow, these women are just lambs to the slaughter. They're just willingly like being berated. And it's not necessarily that they're berated, but for, well, I think to some degree he was trying to fish for entertainment. I think I, I, I have seen sh episodes where he was reaching with a lot of women. I remember there was one, uh, beautiful woman. Um, she was an attorney. And he was really reaching with with her. He was really trying to fish for something. And um, she was she was just, she just wasn't taking the bait. Like she was just like, um, yeah, it is what it is. I, um, I did what I did, and he did what he did, and so on. And th this is my past. And yeah, I'm good. Like what? What are you trying to say? <laughs> like she just wasn't with it. And um, so so there is an entertainment element to it that he that he does for his audience but a lot of times there are a lot of women who are just like you listen to them and it's just like really sis really that's what you that's what you expect <laughs> and you look at them and it's like uh, uh you know and then like I, I like um another time a woman would say oh yeah i have you know I have this guy, he would say, he would ask questions like, um, is there any man actually really trying to marry you? 
You know what I'm saying? And she's like, yeah, I mean, I have a guy that we talk about. He's like, no, 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 I don't even talk about it. Like, is he really making moves? Like, real moves to really want to marry you? And, and, you know, she, she didn't want to say no. <laughs> but really, no. No man is really trying to marry you. Yeah, they talk about it, but it ain't that don't mean nothing. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's true. When you think about it, if a man really wants to marry you, he's really going to, like, leap, jump leaps and bounds and hoop and leap hurdles to 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 get you to marry him uh, um yeah and it's true it's when you think about it um the a lot a lot of the shock value came from his following his following i i remember um finding a kevin samuels group on facebook hey if you see something share something don't be afraid share this episode Subscribe, like, and share. Thank you. And those guys were like, those guys were turned up. They were like, whoo, like, bruh, <laughs> calm down. Um, yeah, a lot of his famules, is, is, a lot of his followers, um, I would say the most vocal ones are the most broke and broken. The most, the most vocal ones are the most broke and broken. They they live for that gladiator sport of him uh, humiliating and um, what's the word? Not not necessarily humiliate, but like to uh, hum just him humbling women and holding them accountable. And the, they they kind of they they live for that. This is their re their redemption and their retribution. He was kind of their, uh, the, you know, their spokesperson or, or, or poster child, poster. You know what I'm saying, poster boy. Like, yeah, th there are men out there who, you know, what I'm saying these these you know 30, 40 year old virgins who can't pull women. You know what I'm saying, or or they're too unattractive or just too broke, and and they've probably been cornballs their entire lives. You know what I'm saying? And they don't, you know, they don't really, they they don't, they don't work well with the opposite sex. You know what I'm saying? They probably, um, they're probably mama made, you know what I'm saying? And they never had a dad. And so they never really understood women. They never learned women and they never had any luck with women. And, and yeah, I, I get that. I, I get why they would gravitate to such a platform as that. You know what I'm saying? And tune in every night and look for you know, you know what I'm saying? All, and then they, they hide behind their keyboards. You know what I'm saying? That is what it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, he vindicated a lot of cornballs. Um, and the, those were the most vocal ones. Those were the most vocal ones uh, um, going hard in the comments. You know what I mean? Um, I would go into Clubhouse and I would see that. I would see a lot of the rhetoric. A lot of the uh, Tommy Sotomayor... Um, Kevin Samuels rhetoric and guys would be would go on there to you know go back and forth with women and dog them out you know what I'm saying and and look for their vindication and their retribution you know what I'm saying for all the years uh, of their their mama abusing them and their girlfriends abusing them or just women overlooking them <laughs> you know what I'm saying and now they finally have a voice you know um, so that's where a lot of the shock came from also and that kind of added on to a lot of the fury that a lot of, you know what I'm saying, these bitter women had against him.
which is why they were celebrating his death. Um, let's get into the reverberation. Um, there are some, there are a lot of women celebrating. There are a lot of people, and I'm not not just women, but people, um, women, black women, and effeminate black men celebrating. And that that kind of baffles me because why are why are effeminate black men, and when I say effeminate, I mean gay. Um, why are effeminate black men uh, so triggered by Kev, by someone like Kevin Samuels? I, that is still beyond me, because his agenda is a heterosexual agenda. You know what I'm saying? He's 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 trying to create a, an an arena and a market where black women can be more realistic about themselves and heal and grow in that order right um and so they can be better suitors for black men right that's what that's the kind of uh atmosphere he's trying to create that has nothing to do with effeminate effeminate black men (laughs) that has not they're excluded from the conversation and i guess i guess because they're excluded from the now that i think of it because they're so excluded from the conversation and they're being challenged in ways, you know, you know, that they're seeing black women being challenged in ways that they've never been challenged. You know what I'm saying? It kind of it kind of shakes the ground that they walk on. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of effeminate black men have been very sister to heterosexual black women. You know what I'm saying? That that's always been the crux and the crutch that they've had to lean on. You know what I'm saying? Throughout history. You know what I'm saying? Throughout history in the black community, it's always been the effeminate black man and the uh, the effeminate black man and the and the heterosexual black woman pairing up and you know fighting the good fight against quote unquote niggas ain't shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's always been the um, that's always been the trope. You know, and so. So I guess he's he's kind of shaking the ground that those effeminate black men walk on. Um, and so so, yeah, a lot of them are dry celebrating. They're dry celebrating and being sarcastic and throwing stones and hiding their hands and being snide and saying, you know, being uh, making snark remarks. Um, and then you have those who just don't really feel bad about it. They don't really feel bad because. They've they've seen and heard a lot of the vitriol that he spewed on the Internet. Um, And I will say, like, like, you know, his delivery was very shocking. um, But I will say that, like, uh, there is a there is a bit there is an edge of disrespect. There is an edge of vitriol that he kind of spews a little bit. I'm not even gonna lie to you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, You know, the ridicule and the and the shaming like I some of it is borderline I'm like it makes me squirm a little bit you know what I'm saying and and I'm the OG of the OG <laughs> you feel me so I'm just like eh, I don't know so I I could understand where some of these people are coming from why they don't feel bad um the truth hurts the truth hurts this is the reverberation the truth hurts you know um I got the night he passed, the night he passed, I was on Twitter and Twitter and Clubhouse, you know, just just listening, listening, keeping my ear out for the chitter chatter. And 
a lot of the women, a lot of the black women is just complaining and complaining and complaining, whining and complaining, whining and complaining in their feelings, in their feelings, in their feelings. And the man is dead and gone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, you know, but once again, you know, he 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 shook the ground that a lot of black women walked on. You know what I'm saying? And they'll never be the same. This is the thing. This is the this is the beauty of it. This is this is the seed that has been sown. A lot of these black women that are bitter and hurt by his message will never be the same. Even if they refuse to change and become better and be set in their ways, they'll never be the same. They'll never comfortably return to their vomit. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me let me let me keep reading. Um yeah, so the truth hurts. When it the, the biggest thing about his message was black women avoiding accountability. There's a thing where you can't you can't tell a black woman about herself without receiving some sort of backlash. You know what I'm saying? You you will never you can never hear like up to that up to this point, you can never hear a black woman receive criticism and not want to say something back or fire back some way somehow. That catch it and have some sort of an attitude. You know what I'm saying? It's been like that in the black community for decades. You know what I'm saying? You rarely ever hear a black woman say, you know what? You right. <laughs> I just dropped a bomb. Like uh, I said black woman and you know what? You right in the same sentence. Whoa, whoa. That that was that's a cataclysmic event, right? But yeah, when the last time you ever heard a black woman say, you know what? You right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's very rare, but the truth hurts. There are black women who are overweight and have unhealthy eating habits. I said it. There are black women who refuse accountability. I said it. There are black women who are stubborn and uncooperative and adverse to authority. I said it. There are black women who have delusional standards. It is true. I said it. There are black women who have double standards on gender. You know what I'm saying? They don't understand that men judge looks. They don't judge your degree. They judge your looks. And and women judge a man's money. And they that doesn't, it's not, it, it, it's not you know what I'm saying, the same across the board. Where, whereas, like men understand that. Men have accepted that since the beginning of time. Women judge you by your money. You know what I'm saying? On the surface, you know what I'm saying, like... like Yes, there are women, you know what I'm saying, who who don't really care. It, it, depending on the, the, the type of relationship you have, they don't really care how much money you make. But if a woman is looking to you as to be a protector and a provider for her children, she's looking at your money. Point by period. Period. You know what I'm saying? But women don't understand that a man... It's not that he doesn't care about your degree. It's just that your degree is not going to do anything for him. You're not gonna get the. You can you can make a six figure. You as a woman can make a six figure salary. You gonna give him that money? And even if you did, he wouldn't want it. If he was a real man, he wouldn't take it. I don't want no woman's money. It's not my money. I'm the I'm the breadwinner. Fuck that. I'm the man. <laughs> I'm the protector and the provider. You know what I'm saying? I don't want your money. I don't care. I don't. I, so, in essence, in intrinsically, I don't care about your degrees. I don't care about your accolades. I don't care about your occupation. What I care about is, can you give me head without asking? <laughs> I, I take it back. I, gonna, I shouldn't have said that out loud. <laughs> ah, 
but I know I'm not the only one. Mm, mm, mm. Anyway, um, let me continue. There are a there are rampant. There is a rampant amount of single mothers, of black single mothers, who run off their children's fathers. They run them off. They push them away. I said it. I said it. And a lot of y'all know it. Why y'all mad? Why y'all mad? Don't be mad at the truth. And this is the thing about the truth. The truth is inside of all of us. The truth is within our spirits because our spirits are connected. I'm going deep right about now. Our spirits are connected to God and God is all knowing. And so the truth is inside is already inside of us. If God be within us, then the truth is inside of us. And so you can always tell the truth by people's reaction to it. Because if it wasn't true, you wouldn't be upset. Okay. So, so yes, it's not just, it's, it's not like, like, yeah, Kevin Samuels, he, he met, he had the platform, he had the millions of followers. And so you, you can say that he led the charge, but there are a lot of men who understand what he's saying and feel the same way. He's saying what we are saying, <laughs> like it's a problem. There's a problem in the streets. And then the, the crazy part about it is he wasn't always getting on black women. He was getting on black men too, like in the beginning. Like I kind of, I ca I kind of caught him his show in the beginning, and I, I used to hear how guys were calling on his show, and he would like, woo! I'd be like, dang, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then he just blew up talking about women, you know what I'm saying? But like, the smoke goes both ways. The smoke goes both ways. But then when you send the smoke at the women and you hit them with the truth, they can't. They just the black women just can't handle it for some reason. They they're not used to it, and. I'm glad, I'm glad that the word is out and these women will never be the same. They will never move the same. They will think twice before they pick, uh, uh, before they pick up their phone and press, press, uh, post on, on Instagram and their Facebook. They will think twice. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, uh, they will think twice when they're sitting, uh, when they're on their girls trip where they're sitting with their with their girls at the table and then they're bragging about what they've done and what they've accomplished you, you know what I'm saying like like they're gonna think twice and I like that I like that because it only makes us better it only makes us better um so I talked about the shock I talked about the uh, reverberation let's talk about the vacuum is it a vacuum or is it a void um can yes like i said there are women who are going to want to return to their vomit who are going to want to carry on uh with this with the ways that they've been carrying on and and go unchecked and uh, uh um and and be unaccounted for and just and just uh run rec run these streets recklessly and there's always going to be a there's going to from from here on there's going to be that voice in, in the back of their mind uh, uh, of you know what i'm saying of what Kev, kevin samuel said it's going to be the the ghost of christmas past haunting those women they're going to want to return to their vomit but they can't they'll never be the same i keep saying that um who will take the mantle who will take the mantle i think I think there's going to be, like, first of all, no one can do, like, this he, This is like a once-in-a-lifetime kind of guy. No one can do what he did the way they did, the way he did it. You know what I'm saying? I think, if anything, uh, somebody can come along and do it better. Not not, not even do, no one can do what he did. 
I think for the most part, there's going to be several people that are going to sprout up and maybe not necessarily do what he did, but like carry on his message and in the, and, and package it in their own way. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've been at this thing since 2008. You know what I mean? And I've, I, you know, I, I've tried to grow this thing organically and now I kind of realize, hey, you know what I'm saying? I got to play the algorithm game, you know? So I'm trying to avoid, like, like yeah, I'm trying to work things out so that I can uh, grow a following on, on this on this show. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, there are guys who are already, you know, you know, but someone's going to come along, but I don't think there'll never be another Kevin Samuels. You know what I'm saying? Um, his, his, like... When I, when I saw him blow up, I was just like, yo, this this guy's brain is unique. You know what I'm saying? And I respected the fact that he was of age, so he had a lot of wisdom. You know what I'm saying? He had a lot of wisdom with a lot of savvy, and that makes him dangerous. You know? Um, and so, so yeah. Yeah. Like, so, so yeah, there, there'll never be another him, but his message will carry on. His message will carry on definitely, and then there's a lot. I think there will be there are a lot of women who will carry on his message. I think because that's uh, as he blew up, that's a lot of who he was speaking to. So I think there will be a lot of women who will carry on his message. I think a, a lot of you, you know, yeah, the men can come along and say what he's saying, but I don't think the women will pay attention to what he's saying in the same way that. Hearing it from another woman is, is different. When an, when an, like if uh, I think it was the last episode of the episode before I talked about red pill women. There's a lot of red pill women sprouting up, and you know checking other women. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And I think that's what's going to be the next uh, uh, the next evolution in the discourse in the internet of discourse in the black community. Um, there's going to be a lot of enviers. There's going to be a people a lot of the people who hated on him and envied him are going to sprout up and try to and try to do what he did. You know what I'm saying? And they're going to fail. They're going to fail. Um so yeah, that's the that's the vacuum or or the void. You know what I'm saying that he left behind. Um the timing. The timing uh whenever someone like dies like as they're about to reach the top or they're on top, I don't consider it a, just a, a natural death or it's sort of, I don't consider that. I think, I think someone's poisoning or trying to kill these, these, these celebrities and these popular figures. I don't buy, I don't buy that. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, he just had a wild night. Like the Lauren Smith feels girl. Nah, she didn't just like, she wasn't on that. She wasn't. Nah. That shit was a whole murder. <laughs> like, please. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I don't I don't really trust that it was like he just had a heart attack. You know what I'm saying? This is a man who probably eats very healthily. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, to my knowledge, he didn't do any drugs. You know what I'm saying? And he just catches a heart attack. I mean, granted, yeah, he's 56. And there's a lot of there's a lot of black men dying in, in their 50s, but I'm I'm not buying that. I'm not buying it. And then the man, I, I remember one episode I watched him. He was just, he was, he had just been talking about uh, 
about getting ready to get, get in the gym. Like he was planning on getting a gym. You know what I'm saying? And now he has a heart attack. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm not with it. I'm not with it. I just don't buy it. Like the, the timing of these deaths are too. Uh, what's the word? You know what I mean? It's just too too coincidental. It's too coincidental. I don't. I don't believe it. He just pops up with a heart attack. And now, granted, um, someone said he was on coke. He was on coke and Viagra and a Red Bull. You know what I'm saying? Like the like like because the he was trying. He the woman he was with. You know what I'm saying? He was trying to. You know what I'm saying? Make it happen. Make it happen. Make it happen. And and, and um, I guess he he. He cranked up his engine a little too hard, <laughs> and his body couldn't handle it. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that that's what that's what the, the story is. Um, but uh, but the irony is so ironic. I had just just previous to this episode, I had just in my main course playlist, I had posted uh, um, a, a retro segment uh main course segment of talking about too many too many coaches are there too many coaches um and i discussed you know uh kevin samuels and his delivery and everything and compared that to other dating coaches on the internet and it's so ironic i just i had just put that out and then here he goes and then my my home girl from from grade school put me on to what happened and i'm like what you mean dead like i kept Typing in the comments of my Facebook post, we talk going back and forth on Facebook. She was like, "I hope he ain't dead." I was like, "What you mean dead? Like dead? Like what kind of dead? Like what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying?" Um, and then a lot of people are saying it's ironic because he would always tell women, "You gonna you you gonna buy a dog and die alone," and here he is dying alone. You know what I'm saying? Um, but is it? it you know, it's different. I think, I think a person like him didn't need to be in a relationship. I think he had done all, done it all already. You know what I'm saying? He didn't need a relationship. Uh, um, you can't. I, I think he knew. You know, me have being married at one point in time and being in various committed relationships myself. I, I he knows what he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, yeah, I, I can I can vouch for him. He knows what he's talking about, and then and then him being in his fifties, he's had he has some age and some wisdom to him. He's seen and heard a lot, so so yeah, he knows what he's talking about. So you can't you can't necessarily say that oh you know yeah yeah whatever, but um yeah, <laughs> but a lot of people are you know they're calling the irony an act of God. You know what I'm saying? Because um, he he spewed a lot of negativity. Um, a lot of those folks in there, like, and that's another, that's one thing, like, spewing, if you, you in your, if you in your feelings because you're not used to being checked, you you only in your feelings because you're not used to being checked, because a lot of what he's saying is true, you know what I'm saying, and if you get past your feelings, you will get the message, if you get past your feelings, you will get the message, and yeah, I'm gonna say that one more time. If you get past your feelings, you get your you'll get the message. Feelings are the number one killer of black women in America. All right, boys and girls, you know what time it is. That's right. It's time for the internet to internet. Get your popcorn ready. 
Sit back, relax, and enjoy. If you'd like to watch the Internet Internet, click the link in the description. Visit ProsperUnlimited.com and click travel to book your next vacation. Welcome to our main course segment where we discuss life and love. What does working on myself mean in detail? Um, you know, as I scour the Internet, I hear a lot of women, they type and say things that sound good. It sounds real, real good when you hear it. You're like, yeah, it sounds real positive. Yeah, yeah. Work on myself. Yeah. And and then it also not only does it excuse me, not only does it sound good to the listener, it also makes the speaker look good when they say it. They're like, wow, they say they're working on themselves. All right, you go ahead, go ahead, work on yourself. Work on yourselves. And it's you know, it just sound all around, it sounds good. But and then with with all of that positivity in the air, you know what I'm saying, and all those good intentions in the air. It almost makes you afraid to ask the speaker, how? Okay, how do you, how are you going to work on yourself? What does that look like? What does that mean? What does that even mean? Right? I, like, I love it when people say that. What does that even mean? <laughs> how do you work on yourself? Like, like how does that work? Like, like, what is, like, where do you begin? Right? Working on myself. So that means, what, am I broken? <laughs> like, like, am I, I, I still need work? I'm not, you know what I mean? And, you know, of course, no one's perfect. So there's always room for improvement and you always need to be working on yourself. Obviously, right? But some trends need to be looked into a little deeper. And, I feel, and, and you know, it's not in a woman's nature to be analytical. It's not in a woman's nature to want to, you know, uh, um break things down and understand the processes and it's not in a woman's nature to be very stem and, and engineer minded with a lot of things that's kind of a masculine trait right um so what is what is the work um what is working on yourself i do believe there needs to be kind of like a 
a, a Walmart for therapy and counseling. There needs to be sort of like, like you know how you could go to Walmart and you know by around like the cashier, the cash registers, you could get you can get your nails done. It depending on depending on where you live. Like in Florida, they got liquor stores in the Walmart. That shit is amazing. I love it. <laughs> but you can get your nails done. You can get a new pair of glasses. You can get uh, you can get your taxes done. Like like you know what I'm saying? Like there should just there should be a place where you could go. You spend maybe affordable so, something affordable, and you know there'd be a therapist behind a glass. You know that you could just talk to. You know what I'm saying? And they charge you by the hour. You know what I'm saying? However many, however much money, however much money per hour, and you know you you talk to and they they evaluate you. I think that would that would sell out crazy in the hood. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know you sign you a little uh, uh, disclosure form stating that you know hey none of your business gonna get out. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah, you pay your money. You know you come in, sit down, and just talk. Like, like there, need, there needs to be something like that because too many people, a lot of pe- a lot of the people who need therapy, who need counseling, complain about they or they not they don't complain, but they make excuses for the uh, inaccessibility or the inaffordability of it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and 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 yeah, somebody needs to change that. Like like some. Uh, psychological professionals, like, get up on this, please. Make make this happen. Make this affordable. Make 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 it accessible and affordable. You know what I'm saying? We'll revolutionize the community this way. You know, I think the less excuses people have, the more the the, the more likely they will be to go and get counseling. You know, um, yeah, because I because I think you know I think that's where a lot of the quote unquote work needs to happen you know what I mean um, a lot of the, your affairs and your decision making comes from your thoughts and if your thoughts are not healthy and positive not even positive but just healthy healthy and realistic you know what I'm saying you're going to make bad decisions you're going to make decisions that don't bear fruit or are just pointless you're going to make you're going to make wasteful decisions which are bad in, in, in the ultimate are ultimately bad you know what I'm saying? You're going to you're going to waste time. You know what I'm saying? You're going to uh, spend expend the energy going in circles. You know what I'm saying? So when you so when you, working on yourself, yeah, you can go to the gym, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? You could eat healthy, that's cool. You could switch up your wardrobe, that's cool. You can travel more and experience new things, that's cool. But what are you doing for your mental? How what are you working on under under the hood? Because it's like a car, you know what I'm saying? You could, you know what I'm saying? You could get a, 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 a new interior, you know what I'm saying? You could spruce up your interior. You can get a new body kit, some new rims, you know what I'm saying? But your serpentine belt is is, is about to tear. It's about to pop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You need new oil. You, you know, you need you need a, a new air filter. You know, all these things, right? But but the car is it's a dope car. <laughs> it's a dope car it's popping but it ain't going it's only going to be um, a matter of time before it can no longer get from point a to point b if you don't work under the hood you know what i'm saying if you don't take it to a mechanic and let them work under the hood and that's basically what you're doing when you're getting counseling and therapy you're taking the, you're taking your car to the mechanic so that it can ride smooth you know what i'm saying so that you ain't burning so much gas 
You know what I mean? So I, I'm, I'm talking too much. I'm talking too much. But that's the real work. That's the real work. And some people try to circumvent counseling by going to their pastor. Come on, black people. No, that ain't going to cut it. Hey, if you see something, share something. Don't be afraid. Share this episode. Subscribe, like, and share. Thank you. They go to their pastor or they go to their spiritual shaman. <laughs> no, mm -mm, no, no. Stop that. Black people, stop that, please. Please, please stop that, black people. Your pastor is your pastor. They're not your therapist. No. Stop it. Stop it. I, like, I, I don't care. I don't care. They're not. They're not that. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the work is painful and scary. I get it. It's painful and it's scary. And it's going to be a lot, of, a lot of red eyes from crying and snot bubbles. And, and ugly crying. You know what I'm saying? And, and long, long naps. You know that nap you take after you get through crying? <laughs> when you was a little kid and you get the whooping. And you, get, you spend all that time crying. And you get the... <laughs> you get this, the, the hyperventilating. The hyperventilating crying. That's what you're going to get. That's what you're going to get. When, that's, that's the work right there. That hyperventilating crying, <laughs> the ugly face crying, you know, the 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 silent cry. The, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? The uh, the, the silent cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the work. So when somebody say they working on themselves and they ain't, they ain't silent crying, they ain't working on themselves. <laughs> Because you got to excavate. I like that word. I like that word now. If you've been listening listening lately, I, I'm, I've been using that word a lot. You got to excavate those things. You got to confront those issues. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you did what you did. Why did you do it, though? You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. Don't blame them. Blame yourself. Come on. Come on now. <laughs> Tell the truth and shame the devil. <laughs> you did it. Don't blame them. They ain't make you do it. You did it. What was in your head that made you thought that it was cool to do that? Oh, come on now. Come on. I'm talking too much. Um, saying that you're working on yourself uh, um, sounds good, but where's your follow through? Where's your finish? People only respect you when you finish what you start. And this is the accountability part of it. Because when you tell people, oh, I'm working on myself. Yeah, they say that sounds good. And then they just keep it moving. But that person that says, okay, look, well, 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 let's, let's, let's work on, let's help you. Let me help you work on yourself. Or let me see to it that you continue to work on yourself. And let's follow through with this and let's finish. Let's get to the finish line with this. That, that's the person that depending on who you are, they may be your best friend or your worst enemy. If you a piece of shit and you ain't really working on yourself, you're just saying that because it sounds cute, that person can be your worst enemy. You'll avoid that person. But if you're really trying to work on yourself, you will make that person your best friend. I started a Facebook group. I started a Facebook group um, because I had an aspiration to do something really big. And I wanted this group to be as kind of like a motivation for me. And... Um, this girl, she would ask me, like, yo, where you at with this process? And, you know, I had to humble myself. Like, I was like, look, look at her trying to spite me. You know what I'm saying? But then I said, you know what? I appreciate you holding me accountable. I had to suck it up. I had to suck it up. Because this is what I needed. This is what I needed. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, and, and you know, y'all know me. I ain't y'all know I ain't perfect. But you gotta finish and you gotta follow through. You gotta follow through and you gotta finish. What are, what exactly are you working on? You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, what exactly are you working on and how are you working on it? And hold yourself accountable. Hold yourself accountable and be accountable when other people hold you accountable. You know what I'm saying? It's all about accountability. That's a big... And, and, and that leads me into my next point. That's kind of the push that people need. This is why, you know, when I... Um, you know, early in this episode, I talked about Kevin Samuels passing and so many black women hating him for holding them accountable. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, um, a lot of, you know... We live in a, a fatherless generation. A lot of these black women that hate him so much grew up without fathers. So they're not accustomed to that that kind of accountability. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, and, and so the accountability is really the push. When you see a lot of these young black men who kind of like throw their futures away and just exist, you know what I'm saying, out here and they have no determination and any kind of motivation because they've never been held accountable. They have no push. You need that. You need a push. You know what I mean? I ha I mean, I noticed in my life, um, I've been kind of a lone wolf for a long time. And I noticed the universe is a, has a funny way of dealing with you. Like, I noticed for me personally, whenever I knew I needed to do something, something would happen that would push me into doing it. If I was reluctant or hesitant or kind of procrastinative about it, something would always happen that would push me into doing it. Like, I was in an industry I knew I needed to quit. And I just wanted to ride it out and, and collect as many checks as I could. You know what I'm saying? And just finish strong. But that wasn't the agenda. That wasn't the universe's agenda. That wasn't what the universe had in mind for me. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah, uh, um, for the sake of my sanity, <laughs> for the sake of my health and my sanity, I, 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 I chucked my deuces. You know what I mean? Um, because I was pushed. I was pushed into it. You know what I mean? Like, And that's what has to happen. Uh, um, that's what has to happen for, for a lot of people. Some, some A lot of people just need that push. You know what I mean? So, so like, quit the lip service. Don't. I don't want to hear anyone ever say that they're working on themselves. Because I already know you full of shit. You know what I'm saying? If you're working on yourself... You ain't got to say it. Just do it. That concludes our show. Remember to subscribe, like, and share. And if you appreciate the show, go ahead and show it in Cash App at Dollar Sign Prosperity ULLC. Join our new Patreon to receive free merchandise, books, and consultation from Prosperity ULLC. We would like to thank you for tuning in to Prosperity ULLC and continue to invest in the brand.